More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, let's talk about what's going to happen in this new year when it comes to Democrats trying to boot Donald Trump off the ballot in multiple states around the country. This including Colorado and the Supreme Court is going to have to get involved there as well as Maine. This now coming from the Associated Press, the Colorado Republican Party appealed that state Supreme Court decision that found former President Donald Trump is ineligible for the presidency, potential first step to a showdown at the nation's highest court over the meaning of the 155-year-old constitutional provision that bans from office those who engage in insurrection. Now, let's talk about the facts here and how egregious this abuse of power is in Colorado and why I believe legally there's no chance in hell this is going to stand. Number one, the president has not been charged with insurrection or found guilty of insurrection. In fact, On January the 6th, the day they claim uh, makes him ineligible to be president of the United States of America, he told people to go and be peaceful. That's right, to be peaceful. So how can you accuse a man of insurrection when he's publicly out there telling people to go peacefully to the nation's capital and telling people to peacefully protest? That's a huge problem for the Democrats. And the Supreme Court, they are not idiots. Now, this is also about undermining, and I want you to understand how we got to where we are and why Democrats are now doing this in places like Colorado and Maine. In fact, let me bring you up to speed on Maine so you understand what's going on there, and then I'm going to explain to you the game plan here for Democrats. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State removed former President Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot under the Constitution's insurrection clause, right? Cookie-cutting what they did in Colorado. Becoming the first election official to take action unilaterally. All right, so she just decided to do it as one person. As the U.S. Supreme Court is now poised to decide whether Trump remains eligible to return to the White House. Now, let me explain to you also who Maine's Democratic Secretary of State is. Uh, Miss Bellows... 
actually tweeted this out back on January the 4th, 2022, so almost two years ago to the day. Quote, the fundamental right of any American citizen to vote freely, fairly, and to have their vote counted is the premise of our democracy. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights are not values to be compromised away. Now, why did she tweet that out and believe that then, two years ago, but abandon all of that now? It's actually very simple. This main Democratic Secretary of State sees an opportunity to seize power and to get rid of a candidate that she is afraid is going to win, the not just the primary, but the presidency all over again. Why did she abandon her values that she claimed she believed in back in 2022? Because she believes that Donald Trump is a true threat to getting rid of the deep state, getting rid of socialists and communists within our government, and making sure that we have a government that is for the people and by the people. They don't want that. Now, now that you understand the premise of these two situations a little bit better, let me explain to you how we got to where we are now. And this is the most important part. Number one, I want to take you back to 2016. In 2016, the Democratic Party tried to get rid of Donald Trump before Election Day by putting out information that was filled with lies, that he was somehow an agent for Russia, that he was being controlled by Russia, that he was compromised by Vladimir Putin. This all was because of what they described as the Steele dossier. Now, that dossier we know now for a fact was actually created out of thin air. It was created and paid for by Hillary Clinton for president and the Democratic National Committee. We know that both of them lied about that dossier to the point that they both had to pay fines to the federal government for lying about that document, knowing that it was user-generated. That is all a fact. So what did the Democrats do after they lost the election that they couldn't believe that they lost? Now, let me also take you back to election night 2016 i was in new york city doing tv coverage and i remember watching it unfold as i was doing good morning britain as a american commentator now good morning britain just so you understand uh is like the today show in the uk and i was sitting there on set at times square we had a Times square it was the middle of the night it was freezing outside we had an outdoor set and it was i mean absolutely freezing on election night in new york city uh you know november And I was watching it happen, and I was watching the faces of the liberals that were on that panel just in total dismay that Donald Trump could have possibly won. And then when he won, them having to deal with the reality that Hillary Clinton, it was supposed to be a coronation, right? It was supposed to be a uh, a Hillary Clinton come on stage at a building that was, you know, a glass building about breaking the glass ceiling, and she was going to be the first female president in the history of this country. And it was all about symbolism, and it was all a coronation of Hillary Clinton. No one in the Democratic Party, and no one working in TV at the time, I was also at CNN, uh, was, as a commentator, thought that Donald Trump was going to win that election. So what did they do after he won? They said, okay, well, the American people picked someone we don't like. We're going to get rid of him through impeachment since we couldn't get rid of him on election day with these lies and smears against him. So they took the same lies and smears, the Steele dossier, and they took them to Congress. 
And what did the Democrats do? They moved to impeach Donald Trump off of lies that they knew they created, user-generated, in accusations that they had made out of thin air, accusations the FBI had already classified as what they described as user-generated. They had met with Christopher Steele, and they said, hey, Christopher, we'll give you a million dollars if you can corroborate any of the claims in this dossier. Guess what? Christopher Steele didn't get the million dollars because he couldn't corroborate any of the claims against him. And the reason why was actually very simple, because it was made up. And he's the one that made up the story with the help of others, I'm sure, who sat around a room and said, all right, how do we make sure Donald Trump loses? What lies can we tell? How do we guarantee Hillary Clinton's the president? The deep state was all in on this. All right. Everybody in the deep state at the highest levels were in on this. There was no way they were going to let Donald Trump become president. Then he wins. So they're like, all right, well, how do we get rid of him? Bam. We go out there and we impeach him. So then they started using the scumbags of Congress, the Nancy Pelosi, the Adam Schiffs and other scumbags in Congress. And what did they do? They then impeached Donald Trump. Now, that didn't work either. So then they said, all right, well, we got to lie about him again. And in, in, in we'll try to impeach him a second time using January 6th insurrection, and that'll end his political career, and then we never have to worry about him again. Fast forward to where we are now, January of 2024. Democrats are still trying to figure out how the hell do you get Trump out of office, even though he's out of office now, right? They're still trying to figure out how they guarantee victory for Joe Biden. How do you do it? Pretty simple. They said, all right, impeachment didn't work. Lying about him before impeachment didn't work. Impeaching him a second time didn't work. Calling him an insurrectionist didn't work. Now we'll just take him off the ballot and take away a right of the American people to decide who they want to be president of the United States of America. We'll just do that. We'll, we'll unilaterally, just like Maine's Democratic Secretary of State, with no vote ever taking place, we'll just take Donald Trump off the ballot saying no one can vote for him. Colorado saying the same thing, right? We'll just take him off the ballot so that no one has the option to even vote for him. That's how we take out Donald J. Trump. For more than 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They stand behind their values and they stand behind exceptional service. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of profit, and that is why I am proud to partner with them. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal with the Every Friday Matters deal. And you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the radical left. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, our veterans and first responders. And more than just that, they are actually a 100% U.S.-based company with customer service teams that make switching easy. So you can keep your same number you have right now. You can keep your existing phone or, for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today at PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's dive into real quick what the evidence is to take Donald Trump off the ballot. Because you're supposed to have evidence, right? You're supposed to be evidence, and you're supposed to show that evidence to say, this is why I'm taking him off the ballot. Now, in Maine, for example where they're unilaterally doing this, uh, this this Bellows, Maine's Democratic Secretary of State, who said in her own words, the fundamental rights of any American citizen is to vote freely, fairly, and to have their vote counted, and is the premise of our democracy. That's her own words two years ago on Twitter. Apparently, she doesn't believe that anymore. Well, do you want to know what she used in her investigation to then take Donald Trump off the ballot? Now, to be clear, uh, I, this is the same woman that has posted countless pictures of, uh, with her, uh, with Joe Biden, grinning from ear to ear, and Barack Obama. I mean, this is a hardcore Democratic operative who has been around Joe Biden, who's like, hey, I- I'll do your dirty work for you, right? I'm a minion of you. Please let me take a picture with you, feel some of the power, and I'll make sure that your political opponent is off the ballot in my state. So what did she use to disqualify Trump? She used, in her own words, and her own filing, YouTube clips. That's right. 
She said, I am going to take Donald Trump off the ballot in Maine because of some YouTube videos that I watched. That is her evidence, YouTube. I want you to listen to CNN. They had a discussion about this as it broke, right, that Maine's top election official removed Trump from the 2024 primary ballot. Cites the Colorado decision, calls January 6th an insurrection, and says it's because of YouTube videos. Listen to even what CNN's own legal analyst had to say about this idea that you can just do this unilaterally and say it's because it's something you watched on the Internet. It was an interesting discussion, an interesting take from the, the main secretary of state here. The 14th Amendment, Section 3, says in plain text that if you shall have engaged in insurrection, you can't be in office. She takes that to mean that if she determines that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection, he can't be on the main primary ballot. Is it that simple? No, it's not that simple. So clearly, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says, engage in insurrection, you're out. We all have that. The complicated part of where, gonna, where we are going to see this play out in the courts is who gets to decide and by what process. Now, it's important to note, and in the ruling, the uh, Secretary of State we just heard from says she's basically following the same legal reasoning as the Colorado Supreme Court did last week. And she says in her ruling, if this gets struck down in Colorado, we're out of luck, too. So she's basing it on the same legal argument. Let me sort of lay out the arguments both sides. And by the way, it's worth saying, we're all theorizing here. We're in legally unknown territory. The argument against is, first of all, the 14th Amendment, Section 5, says Congress has the authority to pass laws to implement this. They did. They passed the criminal law. And the argument is that means Congress, not the states. But perhaps, and this is the argument that the main Secretary of State in Colorado made, the states can do it too. If that's true, then Section 2, Question 2, is were the processes, were these hearings fair? Did they comport with due process? And I think there's a question there with regard to what Maine did, because if you look at the hearing, and she details this in the, in the ruling, they heard from one fact witness, a law professor. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never pass the bar in normal court. She's not a lawyer, by the way. It's a smartly written decision, clearly consulted with lawyers, but this is an unelected. She's chosen by the state legislature. She's elected by the chosen state by, uh, Chosen, elected by the legislature, but not democratically elected. Not enough. That's just the way it's set up in Maine. And... This hearing, look, it doesn't have to be a criminal trial. We don't have to have all the protections. But I think the argument you'll hear from opponents is, one, not up to the states to do this. This is why we have all different decisions from all different states. And two, the procedures were not up to snuff. Uh the procedures were not up to snuff. She's citing YouTube videos. She unilaterally decides, okay, I watched something on the Internet. And because I watched something on the Internet, this is what I believe. Right. This is all right. Got it. We're in the. We got the internet now. The internet says this. Let's roll. Right. The internet says this is what we're gonna do. The internet says this is it. It's great for us. We love it. Let's do it. You notice she also says Colorado. And and this is what they do in third world countries. I I keep talking about this, and I'll say it again. The Democratic Party, for all intents and purposes, is dead. It died. They're communists and socialists who are masquerading as Democrats right now. They're saying we're Democrats, and they're really not Democrats. They're socialists and they're communists. And in socialists and communists and Marxist regimes, they take out their political opponents. That's what they do. They take out their political opponents, and they make sure that they take out their political opponents. And when they do, they make sure that the people don't get a chance to even vote for their political opponents because they either take them off the ballot or they lock them up. 
a great example of this, and I mentioned this a few days ago, but I think it's important to go back and visit. There is a candidate in Russia right now, and that candidate in Russia is an anti-war candidate. That candidate filled out the paperwork to run against Vladimir Putin as an anti-war candidate between the war with Russia and Ukraine. There's a lot of people in Russia that don't like the war happening in Ukraine. They don't like that their kids are dying uh, at alarming numbers. And so there's a very good chance that this candidate would have legs. This candidacy would have legs. So what they do? They kicked her off the ballot saying she's ineligible for the ballot because she filled out the paperwork wrong. They said 150-something different ways. I'm not kidding. That's what's now happening. So that's Russia. You would expect that from Vladimir Putin. Why are we doing the same damn thing in America? That's the question that no one's been able to answer so far. That's the question that that frustrates me. That's the question that bothers me. It's a simple question. Why are we allowing the same exact thing to happen in the United States of America? And you go back to what she said. She said, well, Colorado did it, so I want to do it too. And if Colorado gets struck down by the Supreme Court, okay, fine, right? We're cool with that, right? If if they they do it, so be it. Um, But we're going to join them. So Maine is basically admitting, hey, we're pretty much cheerleaders. That's what we are. Um, We're we're cheerleaders for this, and we're going to cheer like we are cheerleaders, And this is how we're going to roll. We're going to jump on the bandwagon. And other states will jump on the bandwagon as well. And other states will cheerlead as well. Because that is now what we do is we cheerlead uh, when we're we're advocating for taking a a former president of the United States of America off the ballot. So you look at where this is and, and, and go back to what I just played from CNN. He's saying it's absurd. You can't you can't disqualify a, a, a former president, by the way, and a presidential candidate based on YouTube clips. That doesn't work. You know, you look at the main secretary of state. She said she found Trump guilty of things he wasn't charged with using a lower standard different from a trial, which is what was also alluded to there. And And, and, and there was another article that came out said Maine secretary of state. Makes legal ruling striking Trump from the ballot based on YouTube videos. So, so everything, and, and let me just read this to you. Quote, Maine Secretary of State unilaterally ruled that former President Donald Trump is unqualified to appear on the 2024 primary ballot despite lacking a law degree and substituting YouTube videos for due process. Secretary of State Bellows, who previously worked as the executive director of the main chapter of the ACLU, but is not an attorney and did not attend law school, made the legal conclusion in her ruling that the declaration on Trump's candidate consent form is false because he is not qualified to hold the office of president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. We are living now in times that our founding fathers would be terrified of because we have people like this that have gone rogue and decided that American democracy is their enemy. It's the enemy of the Democratic Party. Make no mistake. This is the, 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 they're an enemy of the Democratic Party. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me wrap this up by just giving you overall perspective. I think the Supreme Court's going to probably knock this thing down in Colorado, which will then take this off the cheerleading squad of all the other psychos and these other 20 states that want to do this, 20-plus states that want to do this. But I also think it's very telling about what the future holds. And let me explain to you what the future holds. And this may be the most important thing that I say today. Democrats moved to get rid of Donald Trump by impeaching him. And they knew it was a lie when they were going to impeach him. That didn't work. Then they tried to impeach him again. That didn't work. Now they're trying to hold him off the ballot. If that doesn't work, okay, and I believe that that will not work. And the Supreme Court's going to do the right thing. If that doesn't work, and I believe that it won't, then what is next for the Democratic Party? The communists, the socialists, the Marxists that act like they are somehow not Democrats. What, 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 is, what is next? If you think about where they are, and you think about where they're going, and you think about what they're trying to do, I think the next thing they're going to do is probably go to pack the Supreme Court. Because this ruling from the Supreme Court is going to make them angry. 
They've already gone after the Supreme Court. They're trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court. We know that. Uh, and as they're trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court, let's also be clear about what that means when you say delegitimize the Supreme Court. When Roe v. Wade was coming out that it was going to be overturned, what happened? We all know the story. They leaked it from the Supreme Court. There was a, quote, investigation, but they could never found out who leaked it in one of the smallest, tightest-knit communities. And, and, and you're telling me the power of our government couldn't figure out who leaked the opinion? Never figured it out and have no idea who leaked it. All covered up. We know that. They then broke laws by intimidating and doxing the homes of the Supreme Court justices so you know where they live. In fact, one guy was driving across the country with guns and was found blocks away from the house of one of the justices going to kill that justice because that was their way of over making sure that Roe v. Wade was not overturned. Remember that? Never, never forget that. It was a kill list that Democrats put out against the conservative Supreme Court justices. It was a kill list. So now if the Supreme Court comes out and the Supreme Court does the right thing, and I, I, I believe they will, the next time Democrats have the chance to pack the court, make no mistake, that's exactly what they are going to do. They are going to pack the court. Now, packing the court, some people say, they ask this question, like, well, what does that actually mean? What does is, what is packing the court mean? It's a great question. It means that you basically pick a new number, a new number of justices that you think is appropriate, and then you pack the court and move the number from nine Supreme Court justices to whatever number you need to then have the majority. Now, in communist and in socialist countries, they've done this over and over again. Every time that a new dictator or tyrant gets in, they just change the number. And if they get a Supreme Court that says, for example, they can't run for your election because of, of, of whatever it may be or term limits or anything, they just pack the court with justices that are their friends that will be friendly, and then they get the ruling that they need to stay in power or to change the Constitution or to abolish the Constitution, for that matter, right? To just get rid of everything they want to get rid of. That is now what has happened within the Democratic Party as they realize that there's now one thing that's really standing in their way, and that is the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And now that we know that that's our problem from their perspective as they look at it, they're saying, okay, we got to get power back. Now, you remember when Democrats had control of the House, Senate, and the White House under Barack Obama? Remember when they had that super majority? When they had that super majority where they could do virtually anything they wanted to, if they could go back in time right now, and Democrats that I know that I've talked to in leadership have told me this is exactly what they wish they would have done, they would have changed the number of Supreme Court justices. They would have changed the number to a number of justices that would have packed the court for them, and they will do it. They feel confident about doing it. They feel like it's the right thing to do. They feel like that the Supreme Court is illegitimate because it's doing rulings that they, most importantly, disagree with. That's why they say they want to uh, change it. That's why they say they want to do it differently. That's the core here that you need to understand. Democrats are going to stop at nothing to destroy this country because the Democratic Party is dead. 
The Democratic Party doesn't exist now. The Democratic Party has 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 died. They are now full blown communists, socialists, Marxists. And they will do now whatever they have to do to maximize their power and run over anything that they need to run over to get it there. And part of running over it is 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 getting rid of of free and fair elections. Right. They've already declared war on that. Banning candidates that they don't like or approve of, which is exactly what they just did in 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 Russia. And then they're going to pack a court to make sure that the court is a court that is always friendly to them. And then if it stops being friendly to them, they'll just pack the court again, meaning they'll they'll expand it. They'll make it bigger. And then if they need to make it bigger a few years later or 10 years later or 15 years later, they'll do that too. They don't care. So celebrate and enjoy when the Supreme Court does finally come down. Okay? That's going to be a good moment. But understand here what the end game is and how that end game is going to work for them. Understand that democracy is under attack. Understand that every single state that is moving to take a candidate off the ballot just because they're afraid they can't beat him, what that means, and how, I mean, if you live in Maine, if you live in Colorado, and you actually love America, I don't care if you identify as a Democrat, I don't know how you can stand by and allow these people to do what they're doing and throwing away democracy, because if they'll do it for you, and this is my my warning to Democrats. If they'll do it for you, they'll do it to you down the road when you do become a problem. Because the first time that you then disagree with power and they have seized and you help them seize power and you look the other way while they seize power, then they're going to do it to you one day when there's a problem and there's something that you need to th- th- there's a conversation that needs to be had here, right? They like they're going to do exactly this. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.